Welcome to the third series of the Reworked podcast, brought to you by diversity consultancy EW Group. I'm Rachel Wilson, Managing Director. While I'm on maternity leave, you'll be in the safe hands of our special guest hosts, who each fortnight will be speaking to CEOs, HR leaders and workplace activists about the steps they are taking to reform and rework organisational culture. Welcome to the sixth episode of the third series of the Reworked podcast. I'm Lisa Jobson, EW Group Consultant and Interim Managing Director, and I'm very excited to be hosting this episode of Reworked, where I'll be speaking to Miles Ockwell. Hello and welcome to Miles Ockwell, Detective Superintendent with the Sussex Police Force. Hi, Miles. How are you? Hi, very well, thank you. Good. Well, thank you so much for joining me to talk about your involvement in the he for she gender equality movement. I really appreciate your time today. Um, to start us off, would you be happy to share a brief overview of your career in the force to date, please? Yeah, sure. So I've been a police officer since 2002. I joined the Metropolitan Police uh, straight from university um, right. and I s- transferred to Sussex in 2009. I was a detective for most of my career, having risen through the ranks and then got recently um, promoted to superintendent in the European role in West Sussex. Very good. Excellent. Thank you. So when did you first get involved um, in diversity and inclusion related initi- initiatives Sorry, within the force? Yes, yeah, so I've always been um, interested in um, diversity and inclusion um, issues. And uh, it was probably three, four years ago when uh, an opportunity came to become the gender equality champion. Mm-hmm. Historically, the gender equality champion was by default the lead for our women's sport network, uh, a network called Evolve. Right. Um, but uh, I kind of felt that I wanted to take it more broadly than the women's support network. My colleague at the time and I agreed that it, 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 the focus was very much on an internal focus around women in the workplace mm-hmm. rather than that broader focus um, around gender equality. So... Um, you know, equality issues affecting both men and women, mm-hmm. but also whole as a police service um, and, and the broader issues around diversity and inclusion that are sort of relevant to our role as a police service yes. in our society. Right, okay. And and how did that lead you to He for She? Yeah, so I was alerted by a colleague about the He for She movement, um, which was very much about um, engaging men in the conversation around gender equality. Mm-hmm. Um, and it seemed really relevant um, to us here in Sussex um, Police, particularly because historically we are male-dominated organisations. Yeah. Um, but also most of my career I'd spent focusing on domestic abuse, sexual violence, um, gender-based crimes. And it, although we, we were constantly trialling new initiatives, we, we could always do so much more to improve. And I, and I really felt that actually there was something more fundamental mm. around our culture that could enable us to improve um, our performance mm. um, to how we deal with that type of crime. Right. So that, it was in that uh, regard, really, that I approached the United Nations to see if we could become involved. Yes, I'm, I'm sorry, we, we haven't actually um, alluded to the fact that the initiative um, He for She was initiated by the UN 
And so, uh, you know, a, a big undertaking on your behalf to approach directly and and obviously pitch um, Sussex as a, a UK-based champion. How did that conversation go? Yeah, so in the first instance, um, they were very interested, but we didn't really fit into the programme that they had at the time. They had a programme called the 10 by 10 by 10 programme, right. where they had nation states, um, universities and multinational companies, mm-hmm. which clearly as a police service, we didn't really fit into that. But um, um, I, I persisted a bit and, and explained that one of the key um, aims and objectives of the Hikishi movement was to address gender-based violence, violence against women and girls across the world. Mm-hmm. Um, and as the police service, we were at the forefront um, of, of, of trying to address that. You know, our officers are going into people's homes every single day right at the time of crisis. Yes. And actually, it, you know, it's fundamentally important that police services across the world um, are... Um, able to deal with that type of crime effectively yeah absolutely and so a very as you say a very unique um perspective on uh gender equality and in um its most um the the brutalist form really of what you're encountering day to day um and your colleagues um likewise and and so what happened next yeah so they created a program called the thematic champion program and um Surrey and Sussex Police in a partnership because we share our people services function. Right. We um, were made the, the first and only police service in the world to be named thematic champion for the he she programme. In doing so, we took um, responsibility to make some fairly bold commitments around addressing the um, disparity at senior levels right. in terms of representation of women within our organisations. Um, but also to redouble our efforts to, um, to deal with domestic abuse and sexual violence within our communities. And it, w- it was quite important that we made that, that symbolic link, if you like, yes. to um, gender inequality within our organisation, within our workplace, um, and link that to our, our role as the police service addressing this type of crime in our, um, in our society. Yeah. Okay, so so obviously that um, all um, fell into place, and and actually the others have followed, haven't they, as um, thematic um, champions? And um, that I I know from research that um, you've really you've you, you've carved out a niche that that, that others have um, followed in your footsteps. So what has this? Um, what impact has this had? Um, the involvement of he for she in Sussex primarily as a starting point. Yeah, so in Sussex, what's it, what it's been able to do um, for us is to really focus on um, on two key areas, really. One is addressing um, that disparity in senior leadership mm. and, um, and, and raising gender inequality much higher up the agenda, particularly with senior leaders and middle managers, um, and really making plain the issue. So it, it's quite easy, I think, in this day and age to point to um, women in senior positions, um, for example, obviously within policing, you know, the most senior police officer, the Metropolitan Police Commissioner is a woman, of course. Um, And to kind of point to to that and to say, well, what's the problem? Um, And and certainly what this gives us an ability to do is actually to to explain and discuss the fact that actually underlying that, there is still a significant 
issue with um, the fact that men tend to progress at a much faster rate, mm. certainly when we're talking about um, promotions, but also in terms of specialist skills as well right. um, than women. And actually, you know, gender shouldn't be a defining a defining factor within those sorts of things. So it gives us, it's given us that opportunity. It's given us the opportunity to actually start um, addressing that culturally. So trying to make the cultural change. Mm-hmm. And what and, and what we have managed to do within the time is actually the there is now no disparity between the proportion of women at senior levels and the proportion of women within our organisation overall. Which is fantastic. And and just to confirm, that was a commitment. Um, that you made as part of um, joining the initiative, the UN initiative, wasn't it, in 2017? Yeah. Yeah. And and you met those commitments a year earlier than planned. Yeah. So we've met those commitments just recently, really. So within two, two and a half years, we've managed to do that. And uh, and to be frank, we haven't done anything particularly radical. Mm-hmm. Um, it, it, for me, it's more about just us raising the profile of the issue within the organisation. Yeah. And, and as you say, getting people talking about it and perhaps, perhaps having um, those conversations that are more difficult to engage with um, and giving people an opportunity and a platform um, to, to speak more openly. And how have your colleagues reacted? Has, has it created um, more openness around the subject? I think it has. And I think the, the biggest thing, again, coming back to the, the whole idea of engaging men, mm. is, it, it, is it, it, it's now something that isn't just something that women are talking about to each other. Yes. It's something that we're all talking about and we're all understanding has a negative impact on men and women. Mm-hmm. Um, and actually, if we all do something about it, being in the workplace be a more positive experience but also um, it can improve how we police yeah. uh, and fundamentally getting into the values of police officers why they join the police is is because fairness and justice is important yes exactly and and making a difference ultimately as well um, so so fantastic um, response from your colleagues and um peers within uh, Sussex. What about the wider agenda in the UK? What, what moves have you taken to, to um, uh, take he for she beyond Sussex into the wider UK um, police force network? Yeah, so one of, the, one of the things that we were really keen to do in signing up was to um, take on the responsibility as thematic champions to try to, um, to, to, to grow the movement. Mm-hmm. Um, and we took an opportunity, we hosted the Senior Women in Policing Conference in Brighton in November 2017. And we were really honoured to have Elizabeth Namaro, who was the head of Heath She came over from New York and um, spoke to uh, the nearly 300 um, people that attended that conference from right across police forces from across the country. Um, and that really kick-started... Um, some momentum we had an event up at new scotland yard hosted by the metropolitan police um and and eventually uh this year in march 2019 at the senior women in policing conference in birmingham we secured um the commitment from every single police force in the united kingdom um the most senior male officer in every force signed um three commitments the two two commitments the same as uh those that we made Mm -hmm. to address the imbalance um, uh, the gender imbalance at senior levels, 
within their organisations uh, to redouble their efforts around gender-based violence within their communities, but also to, to contribute to an annual report on gender equality within UK policing, right. where we will highlight on an annual basis yes. um, what what the data looks like, mm-hmm. um, but also um, to showcase, if you like, best practice around the country. And the idea being that we can then... Um, link different police forces together to learn from each other um, and hopefully to to share uh, what what we're all doing. Fantastic and um, and I know the the launch event for that uh, very first annual report is is imminent and and what's your sense of the the data um, that's coming back through from your colleagues elsewhere in the UK? So I think the interesting thing, what, what, what we will be looking at in the report around the data is that progress is being made. Great. Um, that uh, there is a move, a positive move in the right direction, but there is still a lot of work to do to be done. Mm-hmm. Um, if you look at the if you look at the figures, probably two thirds of police forces across the country still have more than a five percent gap. Um, in in terms of an overrepresentation, proportionate overrepresentation of men at senior levels right. in their organisations. Um, like I say, if you compare the figures from two years ago, it, it's it, it's it, it's heading in the right direction. But I think we really still need a significant change to happen if we're going to start seeing a much more even picture. Mm-hmm. Absolutely, and and almost as the. Um the custodians of, of this work and activity and the success that you've um, already been able to demonstrate. Um, there's going to be a lot of uh, spotlights on you and um, Sussex and Surrey um, looking for, you know, um, input and involvement into what these initiatives might look and feel like. Have you had those type of calls come through already? We have, and, and I'm always quite keen to point out that we didn't sign up to Heath She because we're experts in addressing gender equality. (laughs) Um, We signed up because we recognise that we have an issue and that we want to do something about it. Yeah. Um, So we are very happy to share our our learning Mm. with anyone. Um, I couldn't claim that we're experts, but, you know, that's the whole point of of the annual report for me is that there are really committed people who've got some really fantastic ideas right across the country and if we can pull all that together on an annual basis and and then continue the conversations um, then we should get better and better and the same goes you know and that's one of the best things about he she is that we're working with other champions mm-hmm. from completely different sectors and I think that 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 cross um, sector colonization if you like yes from different organizations with different challenges yeah but equally the same challenges uh, when it comes to our people uh, and addressing uh, work workplace inequality, then we can we can all learn from each other. Absolutely, and just that piece around the involvement with the UN. How how has has that been insightful in 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 different ways apart from obviously the context of of gender equality? I think the key um, that it, it does give you is that opportunity to meet people. I mean, as a result of our involvement, I've met people from all different parts of the world. Yes. Um, I'm from completely different sectors. And, and the the conversations that you're able to engage in, we have monthly conference calls. Mm-hmm. That, um, you could be talking to someone from a university in South Africa, someone sitting in, um, in America and someone uh, phoning up from Japan, all on the same conference call. And 
and to to share our experiences um, is, is really really valuable. Yeah. Definitely, most definitely. And you are, um, obviously, there's that ongoing involvement and accountability to the UN. As you mentioned there, the monthly meetings where you you share um, experiences and insights. And um, uh, you have an annual gathering, I remember you you mentioned. Yeah, so there's an annual summit where, um, similar to our annual report, really, there's an annual summit where the champions share best practice. Mm -hmm. that will come to a conclusion next year in Paris. There's a big uh, United Nations event. Um, uh, called, I think it's going to be called Generation Equality. Right. Um, so that's going to be happening next year, where hopefully all of the Hefeshi champions will be presenting proven solutions around addressing gender inequality. Fantastic. Fantastic. So definitely more to come. Um, and in, in light of obviously the uh, achievement around the commitments you initially made, um, that's only part of the work, isn't it? Uh, the, I suppose the greatest challenge lies ahead in how to maintain um, that uh, equality regarding representation and everything that follows. Uh, what do you feel your biggest challenges are going to be in that respect? I think the biggest challenge that we've had is that where we've been able to meet our commitments is that we've been really successful in um, supporting and encouraging, uh, shall we call middle managed people in middle management positions Mm -hmm. to go for promotion and and, and take that step into senior leadership positions. Um, The the challenge we've got is, is, is to keep that pipeline going mm-hmm. and on um, the significant issue certainly across police forces and, it, and it's replicated nearly every police force in the UK is that we for, for a variety of reasons there is a significant fall in the proportion of women um, at the first step into management right from, from, from your first um, level so uh, understanding the reasons why that happens um, is really really important and then to put things in place. But the key for, for us is, is getting our, our middle managers um, to understand the, the issues mm-hmm. um, and to be proactive in terms of supporting and encouraging talented people, men and women, within their teams that don't necessarily seem the obvious yes. candidate for promotion, but actually, you know, and, and recognising that they should be encouraging and supporting those people. Yeah. Absolutely. Absolutely. So, so if we think about in a relatively short space of time, um, you've achieved so much um, personally, um, professionally and, and, you know, really launching um, this initiative uh, across the UK, um, p- various police forces, as, as you've described. Um, what's your next set of ambitions uh, for he for she gender equality um, within policing, either locally or on a national scale? Yeah, so, I mean, we've talked a lot about sort of internal work-based um, stuff and, and representation, but the, the key for me going forward is to really um, see gender equality and, and diverse, diversity will stop mm-hmm. in, in the context of operational policing. Right. Um, if... There's, there can be, when we talk in social media, that sort of um, realm, a, a lot of um, negative commentary around, you know, you should just get on with policing, get on with your job and stop being politically correct, that type of thing. Mm-hmm. Um, 
And for me, this is absolutely about operational policing. So when we're talking about dealing with domestic abuse, sexual violence, absolutely, but also the more complex um, issues around um, the, the stereotypes that men feel that they need to conform to. Yeah. What is it that drives young young boys to uh, into knife crime, to violent crime, to mm-hmm. gang crime? Why do they see the sexual exploitation of girls as a, as a legitimate means for gang recruitment, that yes. type of thing? Yes. If we can start to see gender equality um, in the context of operational policing, then I think that's the real breakthrough that I'd like to see. Absolutely. Absolutely. And then enabling your communities to acknowledge and identify the, um, the difference that that insight and awareness is making to the service that you're providing to um, the public and your, commu- your local communities. Absolutely. Yeah. Brilliant. Well, Miles, thank you uh, very much indeed for sharing um, your um, involvement and obviously the success that you've achieved to date. Um, It's very clear for us to see that you've had a significant impact. um, And I I know how passionate you are um, about this um, movement and the continued need to, as you say, raise awareness and bring about change um, for everybody involved um, in... um, in and around the police force and um, the public at large. So thank you again. And um, good luck with uh, the launch of the first annual report coming up in November. And uh, we'll look forward to hearing how um, the journey progresses and the results that you achieve in due course. Thanks for your time, Miles. Thank you. Bye-bye. I hope this episode gave you some ideas that you can replicate in your own organisation. We'd love it if you could leave a review and also subscribe to Reworked so you don't miss our next episode. Diversity and inclusion at work has never been higher up the agenda. The EW Group team includes learning and development specialists, facilitators, researchers and analysts, all with deep expertise in equality, diversity and inclusion. If you think we can help you rework your own culture, please get in touch.